0: What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, the Bulls bounce back, and they bounce back pretty convincingly. They destroy the Detroit Pistons, 133-87 to to get back in the win column after falling to Dallas on Sunday. We got a lot to break down. We got to talk about the Rook, Io DeSumo, who had a huge game, really changed the pace for the Bulls after a slow start. We got to talk about just how balanced of a team this was tonight. Vooch bounced back with a strong third quarter after continuing his struggles from Sunday in the first half. And Zach Levine, quiet, quiet night for him, but he did all the things that he needed to do for this team to get a W. And his coach, Billy Donovan, knows that's all that matters that's all ahead on a fresh locked on bulls let's go
1: you are locked on bulls your daily podcast on the chicago bulls part of
0: the locked on podcast network your team every day here are your hosts
1: matt peck and big dave watson
0: What's up and welcome in to locked on bulls part of the Locked On podcast network your team every day i'm matt peck you can follow me on twitter at bulls underscore peck you can follow my co-host big dave watson at bow b-a-w-l sports you can follow us at locked on bulls and also hit us up on that text and voicemail line whenever you feel like it whenever your heart desires at three three one nine seven nine one three six nine big dave hello biggest margin of victory for the bulls in their entire historic rivalry with the detroit pistons 46 point victory that's how you bounce back after after a tough
1: loss that's what you call a beating matt <laughs> like it's really no other way to say it that is a beating of epic proportions and that's exactly kind of what we discussed what we wanted to see you know we just wanted to see them bounce back play well against a team that we think they're better than um and, you know, it, it started a little shaky for them. And then they just got. they were like, wait a minute. We're the Bulls. <laughs> right. like, like We're at home. We're good this year. Okay. So let's go ahead and wipe the floor with these dudes and go sit down in the fourth quarter. Cause we got two huge games coming up.
0: Right. And, and look, we talked about it in our previous episode, uh, you know, looking at this matchup, the Pistons have been playing well of late. They were four and two in January coming into this game, including wins over Milwaukee and Utah. But that win over yeah. the jazz was. The night prior, so the Pistons were on the second night of a back-to-back and just not a talented team as the Bulls. So, on paper, with the, the Pistons being on a back-to-back, the Bulls being the better team, you think, here's an easy W. But that first quarter was a struggle, man. It really was. The Bulls looked lazy. They looked like they just kind of waltzed in, thinking that it was going to be an easy victory. And the Pistons kind of punched them in the mouth a little bit. And yeah. to me, the thing that changed this game was – Billy Donovan giving Derek Jones Jr. a quick hook early in the first quarter and putting Io Desumu in there. And then shortly after Io checks in, Billy sends in Troy Brown Jr. And the defensive level of intensity that those two guys in particular got attention of their teammates and were like, hey guys, let's maybe play some defense and then we'll run these guys off the floor. Huge credit to Io and Troy for the way that they shifted that energy when they checked in in the first quarter.
1: Absolutely true. Two things I want to say here. One, I thought the game was over in the second quarter when I can't remember who it was on Detroit. They went up and tried to dunk all over. <laughs> I oh. think it was Kobe White or, yeah. or I can't remember who it was. Yeah, it was Kobe White. Yeah, it tried to end his life, uh, tried to dunk all over him. When he misses the dunk, they come right back down. They and Kobe White for a corner three. The very next possession, they missed. They come back down. Kobe White gets fouled. He goes to the line. He scores two. They come back and they miss again then they go back down and score again. That's a quick seven0 run right after that. It felt mm-hmm. like that woke them up more than it woke up Detroit and yeah. after that, when they started doing that run, the game was I was like the game's pretty much over. but to get to into it individually, yes, Troy Brown jr man when he came in the game, he changed it all. he has been he has found his footing with mm-hmm. this team. We've been waiting for it too, Matt. you know, we talked about how he looked when he first started the season as far as you yes. know shooting the three being that three and D guy and it would look solid and then he kind of disappeared uh, of course he went through COVID like everyone else and those kind of things but he kind of disappeared we didn't see him as much in the rotation uh he wasn't even in there like that mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know when we're gonna see him again I it feels like he took that to heart uh found out exactly where he needed to um things he needed to work on and develop a little bit more you know as far as defense is concerned because it feels like defense is what's going to get you in it's not your offense it feels right. like especially on the bench it's going to be your defense it feels like he changed and focused more on that his length his athleticism and using his quickness and things like that you saw that tonight man with the steals he had because he had three steals like this
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was all impactful for the team man so yeah big shout out to troy brown jr and what he did tonight
0: uh i believe troy finished with a career high yeah, six steals on the night he also wow. had five assists and seven boards just like doing mm-hmm. a little bit of everything and look mm-hmm. you mentioned him kind of coming in and out of the rotation right now the bulls are missing two guys in javante green and alex caruso who when they yeah. return you're probably not seeing troy brown jr get 25 minutes like he did tonight right Those guys are both going to be ahead of Troy Brown Jr. in the rotation. At least that's what I would assume with an educated guess based on what we've seen from Billy so far as we near the halfway mark of this season. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, and that doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is when those guys have been out, as they have been for this recent stretch of games, and Troy Brown Jr. is called upon, he is proving that he can be the perfect definition of next man up kind of guy. If he is needed and he is called upon, he will deliver for you. And and even to the magnitude of a game like tonight, where his presence along with Io's really turned, you know, turned the tide in the Bulls' favor when they were really sluggish coming out of the gate. So hats yeah. off to Troy Brown Jr. But man, just another thought or two on Io DeSumo, big Dave. He he was talking mm. with with Adam and Stacey about it after the game. He continued to talk about it at the podium post-game. He has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, too. This is a team full of dudes with chips on shoulders. And tonight, he was going head-to-head with a dude in Cade Cunningham who was the number one overall pick. 37 picks later, the Bulls take Io DeSumo, and Io's the type of dude who said, you know what, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to shut Cade Cunningham down. Because screw that. Like, I should have been the number (laughs) one pick. And look, Cade Cunningham had an okay night. Nobody on the Pistons really played all that well tonight. What did Cade end with? Eight, really. seven, and three. That one play in particular, where Cade tried to go coast to coast in transition, and Io mm. was in his grill the whole way, the entire length of the floor, and it ends mm. with Io not fouling, going up with Cade when he goes up contesting him, and Cade just throws the ball randomly to no one, out of bounds, turnover ball back the other way for the bulls it was just one little moment of of a greater example all night long of io's defense also being there just like he's showing that he's confident to put
1: buckets in on the other end yeah i mean it's it's not a coincidence anymore you know before it was like wow he did a solid job you know against that point guard And now you come to expect it, like, wait a minute, he's trying to do something? Man, where Ayo? Get Ayo in the game. You know, let's shut him down. Like, put him in in there Like, less than four minutes in, he was like, Ayo, get out there. Get out there. Yeah. He's like, okay, coach. And immediately gave a spark to that starting. I mean, immediately gave them a spark. And watching that and just on the side, and it's kind of, again, why I miss Javante Green, because he's kind of like that. He's that spark that Mm -hmm. they need when they're running that in the offense. Nothing against Derrick Jones Jr. at all. It's right. just on, that's what Devonte Green provides, and that's why he starts over um, Derrick Jones Jr. But you saw Io do that immediately, Matt, when he came into the game. Boom comes in, gets that goes, gets the ball on the on the um, baseline, goes in, hits that layup. You know what I'm saying? Off the glass, that three point shot from the corner. The Bulls shoot the best three point shots from the corner than any team in the league. <laughs> Their yep. percentage is better than any team in the league when they're shooting from the corner. And Io is a big part of that too. Right, uh, hit that, hit that also. So he did it on the offensive side. And then, he, like you said, he put another point guard in I.O. In jail, a.k.a. Cunningham, and just completely man. just man. – he just dis- discombobulates guys when he's out there. He makes them upset, man, and it's just so much fun to watch. <laughs> it just really is. It's so much fun to watch because, again, it's another game where you just forget that this kid is a rookie, and this yeah. is his first year. And I didn't even think about that till you said it, Matt, about him coming in with the chip on the shoulder because it's the first pick in the draft and he's coming in, you know, with a little extra boost and a little energy. I didn't even think of it like that, but you're absolutely right because that's just how he played.
0: And, and you know, speaking of we, how quickly we forget that Io's a rookie because he plays with such confidence and such calm. Second time this season tonight. First time it happened <laughs> against the Pacers before DeRozan yeah. hits the buzzer beater. The second time... Yeah. Io sees DeMar getting upset with one of the officials and sees DeMar yeah. on his way to getting a tech. And Io runs over and drags DeMar away from the official that yeah. he's jawing at. And to think that this is a, a guy who is 10 years Io senior, DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. You know, this yes is a guy is. who's 32, whatever. And, and Io a 21 year old rookie. The level of mutual respect that already exists between the vets on this team and the young guys on this team. And and Io in particular, if you want to single him out, the way that he has shown us in these examples of saying, "Hey, Demar, we need you, buddy. We need you." You don't see a whole lot of rookies doing that to a vet who's ten, you know, who, who's got a dozen years of experience over them in the NBA. But we yeah. we saw Demar going down for Io's honorary night at U of I last week. Like that mutual respect yeah. exists between these guys, whether they're twenty one or thirty two, and it's awesome to see that.
1: And you know what it taught me, Matt? You know exactly what that said to me, that there are absolutely no egos on this team. You do not, there is no real star like that in the league who will allow a rookie to come up to him and do that multiple times without him checking him or saying something to him. You don't see it. And that's why we're sitting here talking about it because it's not the norm. Those guys usually be like, hey man, don't be coming up on me like that. I got it. You know, you've seen it a bunch of times. (laughs) Them checking rookies like, hey man, you're getting beside yourself. You're getting mm-hmm. out of pocket. You're getting out of the box. Not on this team. There are no egos, man. They are right when they say that stuff. Zero. Because I promise you, no rookie will, will be allowed to do that on another team in the NBA, man. But it's happening here, and it's good because mm-hmm. it's necessary. And I appreciate DeMar DeRozan being able to take that direction and be like, you know what? You right. I'm tripping. Come on. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. We got yeah. lots more to get to. We got to talk about Vooch's big third quarter. I also have a thought or two on Lonzo Ball, and and then we also got to talk about Zach's quiet but still deadly night. We will do all that up ahead. But first, Big Dave, tell the people how they can have Mm -hmm. some fun with that little thing called prize
1: picks. Oh, prize picks, Matt. You know what you want to do. You want your daily fantasy made easy. And who does that for you? Prize picks does that for you. How do I know this? Because I'm telling you this. They have the best NBA DFS prop game in the market. Did you hear what I said? The best in the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. And and offers all the superstar players as well as the bench players only recording a handful of minutes for each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, y'all. Think of a prop. Think of a prop. You want to say points? Boom, gotcha. What do you think about uh, three pointers? Boom, gotcha. How about three pointers made though? Boom, gotcha. Rebounds? Let me toss that in there just cause. And any other one that you can think of. Now, all the users that deposit and use your promo code will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Come on, man. And all you gotta do to get that, y'all, is use that promo code. That promo code. Is NBA. Oh, this is what you need to do to use it, y'all. So go to prizepicks.com today. Today, don't wait. Go there today and use that promo code NBA and go to your app store and download the app because prize picks, y'all, is your daily fantasy made easy.
0: All right, moving along, breaking down this Bulls win over the Pistons from Tuesday night. Big Dave, my Twitter feed in the first half of this game looked real familiar and it was a lot of Bulls fans who were not happy with one particular center by the name of Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Look, Vuce struggled against Dallas. You know, a lot of people call him out for his defense in particular. You know, he was put in jail in that drop coverage a lot against Luca and the Mavs. And he was doing that thing he does in the first half of this game where He's missing open looks. Mm-hmm. He's just missing. He like, he, he, he had uh, a brain fart on a couple of bunnies around the rim. He had a really yeah. bad turnover where he actually had two bad turnovers tonight, both of which it looked like he was just miscommunicating with one of his teammates who was trying to make a cut. Um, mm-hmm. And you just think, oh, man, it's another Vooch game. It's another bad Vooch game. We're going to have to deal with, with the, the Vooch haters and the Vooch doubters. And they're loud. Yeah. They are loud. And, and look, I don't, some of you are probably listening and watching this podcast right now. And then the third quarter came and I said, oh, (laughs) thank you, Vooch. Thank you for (laughs) absolving me of having to deal with yet another evening of the Vooch sucks crowd. (laughs) Look, did Vooch play poorly in Dallas? Yeah. Did he play poorly in the first half of this game? Yeah. Then the third quarter Mm -hmm. came. The decisive Mm -hmm. game of this, uh, the decisive quarter of this game where the Bulls start, they started on like a 17 to nothing run out of the gate in the third quarter. They They put this team away. And in that quarter, Vooch outscored the Pistons by himself, 16-14. to Hidden shot all over the floor. Grabbing rebounds. Made a nice pass. Like, he was like, oh, oh, good Vooch is back. Look, I'll admit, it's frustrating. Bad Vooch, good Vooch. Bad Vooch, good Vooch. Mm -hmm. But as you and I have stated multiple times, on most nights, even when his shot's not falling, there are other things that make him useful on the floor. That's that's the only danger area that I don't want to see us get to where there are certain stretches, and I think that the first half of this game against Detroit would qualify where you're like, man, everything Vooch is doing out there right now is just upsetting. Mm-hmm. But credit to him for that yeah. third
1: quarter, though. This is – and it's funny. I would have been right in line with the Vooch uh, doubters and the guys who were upset with him. I would have been right in line if he had continued that on because – Again, when I watch Vooch, Matt, it's not so much the shots he misses because people miss shots. For me, it's the way you miss the shot and then what you do on defense. Right. Like those are the things I'm looking at with Vooch. You know, because when he was starting to slump, we talked about it here. We weren't mad he was missing shots. Them shots were shots he hits all the time. It wasn't like he was throwing them in the ocean or nothing like that. You know, he, they just weren't dropping. They're rimming. That's out. fine. They're rimming out. That's fine. These shots were brick union layers, all right? <laughs> Those were just bricks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that oh, man, give of the octopus up. using all of his various <laughs> tentacles to build the brick wall. Like. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Like that cartoon. Yes, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was man dude it was like and that's when I was like wait a minute what is this that's when I started again like dude what are you doing and then I'm watching on defensive man like wait a minute what are you doing yeah what what are you doing and then I started getting upset and I'm talking to my friend Dre from the awesome podcast according to sources and I'm just like man look dude this is crazy like what is going on with him and then Vooch came out in the second quarter and I was like okay started looking a little bit better you know what i'm saying i was like all right okay that looks a little bit better he's kind of getting it together then the third quarter happened and i told my boy Dre, i was like you know he did that for me because you know because <laughs> i was ready to go in and he knows i don't like yelling at him he was like but i was ready to clean go in on this show about nicole bitch. and he was like don't worry about it big dave i got you and i was like good looking out vooch man because i was about to serve you up a little bit 16 in the third quarter and you said it right matt did it in just a wide array of various amount of ways he did it in man the three-point shot posting up did you see him repost i saw Mm. the first repost (laughs) like i'm seeing all season man i was like dude like he he reposted oh my god this is amazing so yeah he did it in the post Matt. he did it with the jumper he did it with the baby hook he did it with the pump fake, the three point line, go to the bucket, then score. He did it mm-hmm. in so many ways, and it was just great to see him actually get that click. Because you see how dangerous the Bulls are, and how right. really truly dangerous they are when Nikola Vucevic is on. It's 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 real mean. It's super mean.
0: Yeah, um, it, but you know, I I really agree with your point on y- you can't let him have the, the bounce outs affect him on the defensive end. And you started to see that creep in tonight. You know, it was just like he was he was sleepwalking around the rim. Like mm-hmm. D- Detroit was getting a lot of second chance opportunities because the Bulls weren't boxing out in the first half. And I think Vooch was certainly a guilty party there. um And, and you know, something I thought was interesting. I, I was listening to Stacey King's recent appearance on Zach Lowe's podcast uh from a couple days ago, and they were talking about how Billy Donovan is just doing a, such a spectacular job getting the most out of all of these guys in a brand new assembly of teammates and figuring out mm-hmm. how to communicate with each of them individually as well as a team. And this guy likes to be coached this way. Stacy was talking about back in the day how Phil Jackson communicated with guys specifically and in different ways. He was a little mm-hmm. softer and, and nicer to Horace because Horace was like, you know, somebody you had to be gentle with, you kind of had to coddle him a little Mm -hmm. bit compared to some of the other guys. And I had not heard this before, but Stacy mentioned that that is as far as he has understood it from some channel or another, the way that Billy Donovan operates with Vooch. And maybe just Mm -hmm. because he has started this season with a slump, maybe because he admitted the trade and the transition from Orlando, which was his home for so long to Chicago has been difficult for him. But that he handles Vooch with like kid gloves a little bit. And I, I'm paraphrasing there, but I thought that that was interesting. So, any Bulls fan out there, if you want Vooch to play better, encourage him because apparently that's what works for Vooch. That's what we've been trying to do this whole freaking time. Yeah. But exactly, look, you know, one step forward, two steps back. And then sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back with Vooch. But you have to give him some credit and be optimistic that after. Six awful quarters between Dallas and the first two against the Pistons. He responded the way he did in that third quarter that really blew the doors off of this game in the Bulls' favor. Um, Real quick before our next break, thoughts on Lonzo tonight, Big Dave. Just like a classic Lonzo game, at one point I noticed there was one Bulls defensive possession where he, he was guarding three guys simultaneously, and it was like, came around a screen, then went around yeah. a double screen the other way. Zach Levine got lost in the switch somewhere in there. And then Lonzo Uh ended up being the one to contest the shot after running around eight different screens.
1: And the Bulls didn't control
0: the defensive rebound and the piss has got a putback bucket and it was infuriating. but like along with (laughs) IO and Troy Brown jr. Look, Lonzo's not going to be your leading scorer every night, but he had a night like tonight where he was knocking down his threes. I think he had like 18 points. Yeah. But again, the energy and the competent effort on the defensive end is something you get from Lonzo every single night. And with
1: Caruso and Javante out, they need it. 18 points, six rebounds, five assists, three steals, one block. That's your point guard. Just filling up the stat sheet, going along. Six of nine from the field, by the way. Four of seven from the three-point line. He even hit one mid-range near the end of the game. Oh. Oh. You're the end of the game, yeah. Lonzo yeah. 18th like What? Quarter? What? <laughs> what is this? What's he doing in that area? What's you doing there, Lonzo? Oh, it's a blowout. Oh yeah, work on something. All right, go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> it's fine. Matt, he does so much stuff. Like that sequence you mentioned is definitely the one I was I was gonna mention for sure. When I saw that, I was just amazed watching him defend three people just running all the way around. And then when they didn't get that 50 50 ball and, and bay went in and scored and billy donovan called that time you saw lonzo put his hands on his knees right like come on man you know what <laughs> what I'm saying? like guys come on you know what i'm saying we got to get that you see what i'm doing out here you know but it was great it was just like amazing to watch and i'm like wow i can't wait to see this dude in the playoffs that's all i kept thinking in my head like i can't wait to unleash these dogs right here with caruso and Io on these people in the playoffs, man. They are going to hate this this team, man. They are not, they're gonna just really despise going up uh, seven games against this team right here. But he's such a leader, Matt. He's just such a good leader. Like even the play that he, I believe uh, he stole the ball. He kicked over to Zach because Zach had went up and I believe he he didn't get the foul called on the other end mm-hmm. and he missed the uh, the, the uh, easy uh, lay-in. And they got it back and he gave it to Zach and he missed that one. And Lonzo mm-hmm. got the put back in the and one. When he pulls Lonzo up off the ground, he starts messing with Zach's shoes. You know what I'm saying? He's like, like he was tying the shoes, like, hey man, get your shoes tighter so you can make sure you hit that bucket. And then laughed about it. That little stuff right there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the leadership mm-hmm. stuff I like and I look at. I watched Booch do it earlier when he got a technical foul because Kobe White got punched in the throat with an elbow yeah. and it wasn't called. Yeah. Boosh is the one who stepped up and yelled and took that tech again. There's no egos on his team. Everybody likes each other. They're fighting for each other, man. And Lonzo Ball is just the leader of it, Matt. And again, you can't measure his stuff by the stat line. Uh, you can't just look at the line and just say that oh he had a bad game. That dude controls so many different facets of the game that, that don't even show up on the stat sheet. But tonight, they definitely showed up on the stat sheet as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I mean, just a team win in so many ways. Um, Speaking of which, uh, the Bulls really didn't need much from Zach Levine tonight, uh, which is nice. Uh, We will get to that and some of the thoughts that his coach, Billy Donovan, offered after the game about Zach and their winning ways in just a minute. But first, today's episode brought to you by Bet Online, who want to wish you a happy new betting year. As we continue our march to the pro football playoffs, we got wildcard weekend right around the corner, a few days away. Get Mm. your bets ready, people. Mm. Bet online remains the number one spot mm. for all sports bets action in 2022. The new year comes with a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Sign up, put 100 bucks in there; they're going to give you 50 extra dollars to play with. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to get started. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. I know Dave loves those casino mm. games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online, it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and your favorite teams. Bet online, it's where the game
1: starts. Yes, y'all know what it's time for. You know what we're here for. You know what we want to talk about. And that's getting you some built bars. You know you need them. You know you want them. You know you crave them because you sit around and you want some candy. I know you do. You want to eat some, but you say, oh, man, that's too much sugar. Oh, man, that's going to put that weight on. Oh, man, I'm going to be sluggish through the rest of the day. I can't eat this like that. Boy, can I go get me some built bars, y'all? 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and also 100% real chocolate, all right? And then, guess what? They got so many flavors, y'all. You got the peanut butter brownie. You got the raspberry cookies and cream. You got the salted caramel. You got the mint brownie. You got the coconut almond. And of course, they always got a flavor of the month for you. Matthew Pet, can you please tell the people the flavor of the month this month at Built Bar?
0: Lemon dipped cheesecake. And let me tell you something else. There's an awesome deal available right now in addition to that flavor of the month. Built.com right now. The Built Bites, they're like the little fun size Built Bars. The Built Bites, all Built Bite flavors right now, 50% off, Big Dave.
1: 50% off. Get some Built Bites. Get some Built Bites, and you say, if you tell yourself, you know what, I don't want the bites. I want the bars. How come I can't get something off of that? Well, i tell you what. When you go to Built.com and you use the promo code lock 15 you'll get 15% off of your order. Whether you want the bites, whether you want the bars, going to take 15% off using that promo code LOCKED15. That's go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar, get your some.
0: Oh. Amazing. Amazing. I want to build bar for dessert right now. Um, All right. Moving along. Uh, one more thing we wanted to talk about, and that is the praise that Billy Donovan had for one of his team's leaders, Zach Levine, after a night when he had his season-low point total of 10. Only took 10 shots. Oh, but by the way, was one rebound and three assists shy of a triple-double. 10-9-7 for Zach Levine. <laughs> On a night when he said, oh, it's the Pistons. Oh, we got our shit together after one bad quarter. Cool. I'm going to hang back. I'm going to get you your shots. I'm going to let you do something. And I'm going to take it easy. Because guess what? We got Brooklyn tomorrow night. And you might need Zach Levine to do Zach Levine things tomorrow night. But listen, Mm -hmm. so much of what Billy Donovan said after this game, I just loved Dave because I feel like we don't hear it enough. Mm -hmm. And there are still people out there who believe that Zach Levine is a empty calories player. I hate that phrase. And I hate the fact that it's been attached to Zach Levine for his entire career. Billy Donovan after Mm -hmm. the game said, quote, he's the ultimate team guy. I think he realizes Mm -hmm. there's probably a little more help around him than maybe he has had with Vooch and DeMar. Mm -hmm. He's really a great teammate. He's a great guy. He wants to win. He wants to do the right things. I have a lot of respect and admiration for the way he approaches every day professionally. He's great to work with. He's great to be around. A game like today speaks to me of his greatness." End quote. That's really mm. Donovan after a night when Zach Levine had his lowest point total of the season.
1: Dude, yes, Matt, preach it. i watched him say that when I was watching the post-game show, and that's the word that got me when he said greatness. I said, oh, <laughs> oh, that's a word you don't just be throwing around out there. You know, you mean that stuff when you say it, man. When he throw out that word greatness, that's a dude who I know is really trying to win this year. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it's not just with this team. When you're using words like that with people, when you're talking about uh, championship mentalities, you know what I'm saying? Being championship ready and, and using terms like greatness of a player. He just say he's a great player. He talked about his greatness. That he has that's huge i love the game that he had matt because he was just like oh i don't have to force it i don't have to do anything and you're right billy donovan was like he's one of the, he's the most unselfish dude he was like he's a superstar all this he was like but he's super unselfish again that plays to the no egos on this team you know what i'm saying it's just not what it is because zach sets the tone because this was zach Levine's squad coming in he sets that tone and let you know what it is and how this team's going to operate if it ain't about winning they're not with it. It's really that simple. Man, Matt, 10, 9, and 7. And then on top of that, DeMar DeRozan with 2012 and 7. Ooh. He was just three assists short of a triple double himself. So, and these guys were chilling, man. And it was so great to not see them really in the fourth quarter. Right. Now, you know what I mean? It was great to see the legend Matt Thomas just be out there going crazy in the fourth quarter. It was just really great I, to see. I saw that you know, it. you great by the see. way,
0: the greatest player to ever wear a Bulls 21 jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: say that. I didn't say that. That's not what I said. Everybody's up in arms. You guys are so sensitive. I said he's vying for the title of being the one to be the greatest 21 ever. I didn't say he has it. He's got more work to do. He's got more work to do. Obviously, he's in the top three, but he's got more work to do. Okay? Come on, guys. Go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) He went off! He went off, man! He went off! Oh, I loved every second of it. Come on, Matt Thomas, do your thing, baby. But yeah, Matt, like hearing him say that stuff about Zach Levine just just always makes me excited that he is the coach of the team that I really love, and it's just really great to hear, man. I can't, I can't even imagine what that does for confidence, confidence wise, for a guy like Zach Levine. Hearing a coach that good talk about you in that kind of way mm-hmm. on a game in a game that you really didn't do too much. But he looked at everything that you did. He looked at your whole entire game and saw what you really did out there on that floor. For me, that says a lot. And, yeah, I expect a big game out of Zach tomorrow, for real.
0: Because, you know, and that's the great thing. DeMar, Zach, Vooch, and Lonzo, none of them played 30 minutes tonight. None of them. Mm -hmm. 29 or fewer. And, look, um, Mm -hmm. one more series of quotes from Billy that I loved after this game about Zach being a team guy He is as great of a guy as you can imagine being around. Billy Donovan has been around a lot of basketball Mm. players. And I know people seeing his athleticism and the running and the jumping and the talent and the skill, but people have no idea what kind of person he is. They have no idea how unselfish Mm. he is, how important his teammates Mm. are to him. Maybe in the past with some of the teams, the points can be viewed as meaningless because they didn't win. But that's not a reflection right. on him. Let me repeat that. Not a reflection right. on him. Just being around him Jeez. for a year and a half. I've seen a side of him from the beginning that he really just wants to win. How many times mm-hmm. were you and me and our good pal John Sabine sitting there on an outsider show after another Bulls loss and, and we got people flooding our comments? Oh, Zach Levine, not a winner, not a winner, not a winner. And Zach is just exhausted in the locker room. He dropped 38 on, you know, 14 of 19 from the floor. And the Bulls, look because he was out there playing with Selden, two Sampson's, uh, an Antonio Blakeney, a Felicio, (laughs) a a kill draft pick. What do you want this guy to do? Thank you, Billy Donovan, for saying what needed to be said by someone who has been around the NBA and great basketball players his – Like, well, college and NBA, his entire professional life saying, Zach, yeah, not a winning player, never made sense to me. Dude needed some help. Mm. And when he got help, it doesn't matter. On a night like tonight, he scores 10 points, and he's happy because they got the one thing that matters, and that's the victory. Mm. That's all that matters in the end,
1: Matt. And that's what's important to this team is winning. And so that's all they're focused on. So that's what we're going to be focused on. 27 and 11 guys, Dang. 27 and 11. Let's go get 28. Let's oh! do it. Second night of a back to back Brooklyn
0: nets coming to Chicago. The bulls two and against the Nets so far Harden and Kyrie, both questionable as of here, Tuesday night, whether or not they will play yeah. against the bulls on Wednesday. So we'll see. Uh, we could see the bulls against the big three for the first time, or it might be the Kevin Durant show either way tougher competition than these Detroit Pistons no offense to them so the Bulls trying to keep that spot and keep some distance as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference the number one seed beautiful 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 can't wait to do it again tomorrow my friend Uh, that's big date I'm Matt Uh, hit us up on the social medias at Bulls underscore Peck and bow BAWL sports on Twitter we're at On Bulls and that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Hit us up with your texts and your voicemail. Until next time, Bulls Nation, see red, be good. Thank the lucky stars for Zach Levine. Peace
1: out. Woo!